ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome in to the Monday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. They have parked us today. We are parked for The Drive here at Pullman Square. Later on this evening, the Huntington Highlanders, your reigning and soon-to-be defending state champions in Class AAA football, will make their way to the staging area of Pullman Square to be honored by city officials. And, of course, you're welcome to come down. It begins at 6 o'clock, and I'll be here. Your master of ceremonies, Jason Toy, is here <laughs> as well. How'd you get that job? I have, I have no idea. They, yeah. called, they called me up and said, hey, can you do this? I'm like, all right, no problem. Okay, let's no problem. let's do it. Let's do it. Jason, go have, the, some, go have some fun with Billy Seals. Yeah, so. he's um, he's he's just still excited. Yeah. I mean, he's loving life right now. I mean, this is everything he wanted. He wanted to bring a championship to Huntington, and yeah. he built a program. He didn't do it by a flash in the pan. This wasn't, okay, we're going to do it, and – we're going to take shortcuts. Mm-hmm. He built a program. This is a contender every single year now, thanks to Billy Seals. Well, he built, you know, it's the old adage, you build it and they will come. He yep. built it, they came, because you got to go back to when Billy got here. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, there was, you had barely small numbers. You know, wasn't enthusiasm. The city or, you know, the region wasn't involved with it. And, you know, Billy has built that up, and that's what's, that's what's pretty special indeed. And, you know, uh, we were talking around the station the other morning that, and I look at it this way. When you combine Huntington, Spring Valley, Cabell Midland, on the West Virginia side of things here, we've got some great coaches that have built long-term legacies here for, you know, these programs, which yeah. is great. You know, that's, a, that's what you want to see, and Huntington finally has theirs. You know, and, and I say that, and I'm not shunning anybody like, I think Melvin Cunningham's doing a heck of a job at Fairland, building the program up over there. Chesapeake is doing the same thing. Ironton. Ironton, Don't we just them, saw. Yeah. yeah, we can never forget Ironton. And then, you know, you look down in Kentucky, too, with some of the great play. I mean, we've got a great region when it comes to high school football, yeah, especially it, the coaches. It's underrated, plus we're seeing more of a an effort now to get these players noticed. There's uh, better recruiting yeah. in this area. We have several individuals uh, who have D1 aspirations, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. Oh, yeah. And time. so it's, it's a better football area. I think it's because, as you mentioned, you have coaches that are doing it right. Mm-hmm. We are developing talent at the same time. Uh, all the coaches that we are involved with, they care about the kids. Oh yeah, yeah. This isn't, yeah. This isn't some, um, you know, real life Friday night lights. This is a group of, of coaches that care about developing young men and building uh, programs for the community. Yep. And imagine, imagine if we had um, Huntington Spring Valley and Cabell Midland just on the West Virginia side. Uh, if we had more of that talent together in one school, yeah. as some areas have. A mega school. Oh, a mega school. <laughs> That's not going to happen, though. Yeah. Uh, we are, we've done the consolidation now here uh, because you know, Huntington High, of course, uh, part of Huntington East and Huntington High. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basketball has always been very, very good for Huntington. Football, however, it's been a while for yeah. East and High, and you have numbers to highlight how long it's been. Yeah, you look at things on this. We were crunching numbers earlier today. Uh, you go back, the old Huntington High School. The old Huntington High. Huntington High. Huntington yes, the High. Pony Express. Pony Express. Eight-time champions. Started back in 1909. I wasn't there. Last year, 1934. Wasn't there either. <laughs> Was not there for those. So, 1909, 12, 17, 22, 23, 28, 30, and 34. 
So those are the eight championships for the old Huntington High School. Dynasty, and a dynasty this, back in the day. Yes, it was. That was so. And then you look at it, the last championship for a Huntington school, not counting the Huntington Vincent back in the old days. I'm talking about just Huntington, in the city of Huntington. You're talking in in Cabell County. Well, no, I'm talking the city of Huntington right now. City, city of Huntington. Huntington. Okay, city of Huntington. 88 years since the last championship. Football. Football championship. Okay. Last football championship. In Cabell County, 69 years because the last team to win in Cabell County was Barbersville in 1953. So you've got that. Now here's the other one. You've got to add more state championship to it. When you look at it, Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass, 75 years ago, they won this their championship. 1947 was their last one that they won here. So, had a lot of champion titles back in the early 1900s. Predating us. Predating all of us. I mean, Mike Coger might have been around for the last Woody one. Woody Woodrum probably yeah. was around. <laughs> he was uh, watching from afar in Winfield. Yeah, yeah. So, it was uh, So it's been a, it was the old champions days when it comes to, to high school football here. But now, you know, it's back. I mean, you got, you look at the last handful of years and you look at it, Huntington High, been to the state title game. You know what? This was the third time they've been there. Third time. So second time as a run. They were two time runner up. Cabell Midland got there in twenty twenty. Uh, you know, and, and had a couple of runs there too. They haven't pulled out their first one yet, but yep. they've got talent. Yeah, they'll get theirs. Spring Valley been there. You know, starting to to build that right. deal too. So it's it's a great talent pool here. It's been great. Like I said, I praise the coaches. I think that what they have built, and you talked about building for the team, they built it for the communities. And that's the thing. You know, you look at it. I remember going to Huntington High games and, uh, you know, back in the, the late night, uh, back in uh, after the consolidation. Right. You had everybody bickering back and forth about the St. Joe and the Honey and the, not St. Joe, I'm sorry, Huntington Honey- East, Huntington High. Right, and, yeah, know. because it should have been Pony Express, but, you know, we won't we won't relive <laughs> those old wounds and scars. We won't bring that back up. So once all that was was done and you go back to looking in the, in the 2000s here, you went to a Huntington High game, there was a lot less kids on the sideline, and there was, you know, there was – not a lot of people in the stands. Yeah, because it was it was new. Yeah, it was. It, there's no it, attachment from the community just yet, and the kids. It was new, and even that. I know Woody Woodrum will talk. will talk about this too. It's the fact that when you go back and look when Billy got here, there wasn't a lot. I mean, there was there was not a lot of people turning out for games. There wasn't a lot the amount of numbers that they had turning out for the team to come out and play. One of the largest schools, by the way, yeah. in the state. So and then when, so I think what Billy has built has been the fact that he has built. Not only a program for the team, for the boys, because the numbers are up. You look at it, how many kids are out there now, how many kids are out there lifting weights. Now. You're coming, oh, yeah. Now, yeah, now. Starting for next year. I mean, I'm right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you will look at what he did for the community or what they've done. This program has done for the community. You go to a game here the last couple of years, packed house there at Huntington High on the stands, which yeah. was great to see. And I know a lot of years folks were looking up there at Bob Sang Stadium and not seeing – that place is filled in as it has been. No, the last so couple now of years, it's, so. A, it's an event. It's a Friday night event though, because you've had people who have gone through now, mm-hmm. and you, know, you have not that divide anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though the nickname should be still Pony Express, <laughs> there's not that divide anymore. It's it's all the Huntington Highlanders now. It's it's well, it's the same thing when you look at it, Barbersville and Milton. Right. They still think it should be you know the Pirates it should be it still be the the name of the Cabell Midland High School. Right, so. I get it, I understand, I get it, I understand. Spring so, Valley Battle should be still should be still uh, Buffalo should be. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So you don't have that really anymore. It's it's become a, a community yeah. once again, and you have a tradition that is being built. You have a championship caliber team on a yearly basis now, and of course. You should always support the kids, and you should support the program, win or lose, because no. you know ultimately, you know, 
it's uh, for some of these kids, this will be the last time. Yeah. And for some, they're going to move on to college yeah. and have great careers. But for a lot of these kids, this will be the last time. For some of those uh, kids, this might be the first and only championship that they win. So it's always great to support them and, and be a part of it. You know, it's funny. The other day when Billy was at the, uh, at the studio, I asked him, I said, have you ever coached a first-round draft pick? And he said he got real excited and the big old smile on his face. No, but I'm excited about this one. And, of course, talking uh, about, you know, with down in Tennessee, he says he's going to go down to the Orange Bowl this year and watch that final game down there. I think that's pretty cool. Now, this is a guy that has come in. He's won a championship now. He's got a kid that's going to be going on to the NFL. It could be in a first-round draft pick could in be. the NFL. Could be. I mean, it's it, – yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think Billy's uh, has done a heck of a job here with this program. And like I said, I go back and I'll go look at all three. Billy, you know, Luke Sammons. And you look down at Brad Dingus down at Spring Valley. Our region is blessed with some great coaches. Let's just next championship do this inside. <laughs> what next celebration. We, what were we thinking? Yeah. What were we thinking here? <laughs> we could do it. We, you know what? What are we doing today at the arena? That's a staging area. No, next year we should all stage over there. I was going to say, I think they just got done doing the graduation over there. Oh, you know what? It's, it's perfectly set up. Just yeah. leave the chairs and leave everything leave set up. Leave the podium up. there. Leave just the podium, in. the screen. <laughs> just leave it there for next year. We could, you know, we could have concessions. We sold concessions for this thing today. Oh, well. J- Jason Toy is going to be the uh, master of ceremonies. That means you have the huge responsibility to bring Steve Williams up on stage. That's a big responsibility. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I think it's going to be fun. I'm, I, you know, and we've already got some of the parents that's coming out here. It's going to be a, a packed place here tonight. And it's not a huge, long event. So if you're coming out here, it is chilly. It is a little cold out here. But, we're, you know, we're going to be in and out of here. We'll be done here by 630, 640 at the latest, which so is going to be great. Get here early. Yeah. Get here early, and yeah. then you'll be here for 30 minutes. Well, and they've already closed down 3rd Avenue. Right. So that's already closed down, so they'll be bringing the band down here and uh, and all that, too. So we're looking forward to seeing them march in here. We're here today at Pullman Square. It's quiet now, but in about 45 minutes, it's going to be a lot louder. We will continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're here until 6 o'clock at Pullman Square. The Huntington Highlanders, the state champions, the reigning defending Class AAA champs, will be here soon as they're going to be honored today. We're here at Pullman Square because this is where you publicly bring people to talk about Sunday football. This is where you bring them. When you want to talk Sunday football, you want to talk Bengals-Browns, you bring all of that to the town square to air it out. Woody Woodrum, well-known Browns fan, here today with me. How about that? You know, the streak is broken. Joe Burrow got that monkey <laughs> off his back. Finally, yes. Yeah. After four straight. I mean, so. you know, beating Patrick Mahomes uh, three times straight wasn't enough. <laughs> you had to beat the Browns one time. One time. And, you know, Paul, I will say this honestly. Whenever you go and see the Bengals in the past, say before two years ago, you would always see a ton of Browns fans there. A ton of people in the orange and brown instead of the orange and black. Uh-huh. And you watched that crowd the other night, and in every section, hey, there's a Browns fan here, there's a Browns fan there, there's maybe two in the end zone together. 
but they were pretty spread out. There weren't a lot of tickets available, and the Bengal fans have finally gotten behind that program big time. And and have you it, seen the ticket prices? Thing. You well, seen the ticket prices? I mean, come I on. Know. Let's be honest. You got to take out a small loan to begin with well, to get those tickets. You got to be a nut to be an NFL ticket holder to begin with. Yeah, you I mean, do. Those outfits they come with, they truly believe the team wins or loses because you wear a Bengal striped suit. Because you wear shoulder pads and a, a cat's head. I mean, there, there's just – and the Browns fans, you know, they're even worse in the dog pound. So, yeah, I mean, NFL fans take it to a whole nother level. You know, they talk about college football and rivalries and all that. No, but, no. no. I mean, they're in, in their towns, you know, that's why I am a I, – I confuse people. Because I'm a—that's an understatement. I'm a Browns fan, yes, but you I'm are. a Cincinnati Reds fan. Yeah, go figure. How's that work? It well, doesn't. If you grew up in Charleston like I did, yeah, okay, then you would have had I, the Browns on every single week that they played because Art Modell had a national TV contract for the Browns. So home or away, we we saw the Brownies play, and the same thing. The Reds were on about 70 or 80 games a year on uh, WSAZ. So I grew up with the Reds on the radio in Charleston and, and on TV. Grew up with the Browns on every single Sunday uh, in my youth. And everybody except my best friend across the street, who was a Dallas Cowboys fan. Why? Every, everybody on the west side was Cleveland Browns fan. Well, that's just my boy Mikey. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay, Tim Stevens, are you a Browns hey. fan or a Bengals fan? Actually, I grew up a Raiders fan, okay, so which tr- was a great idea in 1975. I should turn this <laughs> microphone back down. Tim Stevens, HD Media, has wandered over here. Are, are you still a Raiders fan? Yeah, Raiders and Reds. Like oh, I said, that was a great man. idea when I was a kid. Now, you know, not so much. So, man, you know, can, 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 I get a, can I get a Bengals fan on this show? Can I get one? Uh, Where's the city's communications director? Chambers. I know yeah. Chambers is a Bengals well, fan. Bengals were my kind of second team. Oh, your you know? second it's, team. Yeah. By the way. Ha, has anyone checked on the columnist? Is Mr. Mr. Uh, Landon doing okay? I mean, the Browns <laughs> lost yesterday. Is he doing okay? He's um, used to it. <laughs> you, you know, the only thing I appreciated about that game was it's well, over? two things. WOWK actually carried it instead of the Ravens and the Steelers. Very and smart. With, with those decisions coming out of Morgantown sometimes, we don't see the right game. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've been assured by Storm Tracker 13 meteorologist yeah. Spencer Atkins that that is totally – the NFL that's determining that. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, we'll, get, we'll let that story go. Yeah, but we'll but that meant that I got to stay at home. And so my son and his buddy, Xavier, came over and got all the Christmas stuff down. Oh. Now, it is a three-day event. Mm-hmm. By the time you decorate the inside and then you work your way to the outside. And last night, or after the Browns lost, I steamed through five hours of completing the outdoors. Now, my knee hurts like I've been jogging one-legged on AstroTurf right now. <laughs> but I worked through it and got it all up, and I was so happy. And, and so it did work that way. It, it inspired me to work hard. Well, I'm glad that the Bengals could do that for <laughs> yes, you. Yes, they did. So uh, we're here today not only to publicly uh, humiliate Woody for the Bengals <laughs> beating the Browns. No, we're not here for that. Tim Stevens is here. So there's something happening today here, Tim? What are you, uh, what are you doing here today? I just came down for dinner. I heard you were buying. <laughs> you know, that's what Woody told me anyway. Have so. you met my boss? And have you, <laughs> let me show you my paycheck one time. <laughs> then you'll be paying for my dinner. Uh, 
have you met my boss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, you, you guys should be getting all those raises now that you guys have freed up a lot of that Grant trailer money. <laughs> that was big bucks, too, right. man, I tell you. Right. That was I mean, year. you guys yeah. are splitting that up evenly between you and, uh, and Creasy, right, like Lou Creasy? Yeah, that was like a Justin Verlander contract Grant had, you know. We, yeah, right. Yeah, Grant, uh, yeah, I mean, Luke and I should really be in, in – uh, in the big money now. I'm just saying, the <laughs> prices of the newspaper should go down now that you don't have that, that major contract. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Absolutely so. But, you know, uh, all, the, all the women are going to buy it now that Grant's gone. I don't know. We'll see. It's a... <laughs> I've lost control. <laughs> We're here today at Pullman Square, Paul, so I'm with you. I've got Woody Woodrum, who has uh, seen the Highlanders all season long. I've got Tim Stevens, who has covered high school football for Long time now. Long time. Um, where do you rate this Huntington High uh, team and oh. on the annals of, of teams you've covered and seen? Oh, gosh. They're, they're a top, definitely a top ten team. That, you know, I've, now, do I do I count all the teams I've seen, like the Molars of the world? and you know? Okay, and let's, like we'll that? filter it then. If, okay. if, if tri-state teams, if teams that are important to us ah, in yeah. this region, yeah. and you don't – Count Moeller, so right. they're pretty good, though. Right, they're, they're, they're all pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, gosh, you, you got to have them top five and, and maybe maybe top three. I mean, Ironton had some really really good teams that won state championships, you know. So so they were really good, and and Huntington and you know and East and Barbersville had some teams that were really good too, just didn't win state championships, you know. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd rate Huntington up this this team probably in the top three. Uh, you know, Ironton in '89 was awfully good, and they've yes. had a couple of teams, couple of teams since. But this one would be right there with them. I think if you put them on the field, it'd be a toss-up. But Ironton in '89 didn't win the championship. Nah, but not yeah, yeah, '99. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. It was. It was. It was '99. Right. Yeah. It was, okay. It's because they won in '79 and. No, nine. it was 89. It was 89. Okay, it was the Campbell Memorial. Okay, yeah. 79. See, I'm thinking of the 99 Okay, team. yeah, 99 didn't win it. That 99 was a great team, yeah. too. Okay, yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were really good. That was really surprising. E1 yeah, Swan. Yeah, that might have been their – that team might have been better than either the two state championship teams. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, and, so. and, you know, in Kentucky we've had Raceland. Now, it, yes. it's it's class – six or yeah. whatever it is it's yeah. small football but right. nate, Don't Mc, tell them that. nate mcpeak <laughs> got that thing rolling there yeah. and they have carried on since he's moved on and of course mm-hmm. he's having great success he won a mm-hmm. state championship a yeah. couple of weekends ago too so he, he did and ashland in 1990 when they had chris up and one yep. thomas and charlie johnson and all those guys that was a really good football team too so boy, boy county had some good teams i know when yeah. phil ratliff was at spring valley right they had a couple guys went to west virginia and yeah. you know play yeah. they, so. they, they sure did willersburg won a state championship they were really good you know yeah. so there been some there been some darn good football teams in this area so rate the rate this championship how important is this championship to huntington not oh. not just oh. the school but how important yeah. is this championship uh, i think it's enormous because all you ever hear is martinsburg 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 and now, you know, the, the state title was on this end of the state in this city at a school that, that had never won one before. And, and Huntington's always been the city of champions, as Mayor Williams calls it. But Huntington had never won one in football. Now they get to put up one of those green and gold signs up on the hill alongside the, yep. the tennis and girls basketball and boys basketball and wrestling and all that. They get to put up a football. And now that's, that's huge. Uh, you know, that's something that these guys will, 
will never forget as long as they live. They can't take that away from them. You know, it's a very small senior class, only ten guys, uh, really five that are, are impact guys mm-hmm. and, and making, you know, playing every down and doing that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. they have totally bought into what Billy Seals is preaching. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it got away from them last year. Mm-hmm. And, and they had a bad five minutes at the end of the second quarter and the game was all over because Martinsburg – is that good? Mm-hmm. If they can get you, if they can get rolling, looks like the basketball team, the herd in their last two games, mm-hmm. they get rolling on teams. They're getting backdoor dunks. They're getting alley oops, and they are absolutely running away. That's what Huntington did this year. And you know, I was going through their numbers, and this is like number one in points and mm-hmm. number one in yards. And then you flip the defensive side, and it's number one in points allowed. And mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I, I think it, it's the defense that doesn't get talked enough yeah. about, and that's because Zaza Jackson, Wayne Harris, and Gavin Locko had a season for the ages. Mm-hmm. I think this team was like the 96 herd. It was pretty good, and then it got a guy named Wayne Harris, mm-hmm. and that kid is special, that receiver. He just makes plays that you can't believe. He's the first 1,000-yard receiver in the history, going back to 96, of the new Huntington High. And uh, I'll tell you, he's an incredible player. Mm-hmm. And Jackson had a big year. Mm-hmm. So did Gavin Locko running over 1,000 yards mm-hmm. and passing uh, for 3,000 yards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those those guys are are going to get headlines. I mean, two of those three are coming back. Zaw's still got two more seasons to play. Thankfully, we don't have a transfer portal in high school sports. <laughs> not yet. Not, not yeah. yet. 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 <laughs> Got name, image, and likeness. No transfer portal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll take that. That's right. It, it's probably coming. I wouldn't surprise me in the least. But Woody made a great point with Harris. And you look at the championship game, and, yeah, he's known as a receiver, but on Parkersburg South's first drive, Harris picks off a pass, and that just kind of set the tone. It really yeah. did. He had, They had him down for 12. When I looked at the tape, mm-hmm. I came up with 13 tackles he was in on. Wow. And he had the fumble recovery, and he had an interception. Right. Yeah, he, he caught some balls. It wasn't anything that – Probably coaches that were looking at it went, wait a minute, where's the specialness of this guy? But mm-hmm. it, that was a tough game. And, I, again, defense took a team mm-hmm. that was averaging 60 points a game mm-hmm. in the postseason after averaging 49 points in the regular season. Mm-hmm. They got three. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they hurt themselves, sure. Penalties, it, it, it was incredible. I've, I can't remember many teams that I've seen that have had that kind of rut of penalties that they can't seem to stop doing. Oh, it was, inc- it was incredible. And they did it all year. They did. They did it all year and still won. Oh, you can't do that in a state championship game. No. Uh, you know, the Friday before, you know, Huntington wins it on Saturday. The Friday before, covered Ironton against South Range. Ironton had 92 yards in penalties, and I'm thinking, gee, my knee, that's yeah, That's going to kill them. That's going to yeah, come that, get them. Yeah, that's that's killer. Now come down on Friday or on Saturday and cover Parkersburg South, and they have 135 yards in penalties. Yeah. That was – that's just astounding. You, know, yeah. you can't do that and win a state championship game. No. no. And so, it was some bad penalties, too. It wasn't yes. just like it was offsides and – no, they well, had personal fouls and, and all remember, sorts of things. Remember, Huntington had been there. I mean, sure, it was last year, but Huntington had gotten to the point where this was not, okay, we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Now that let's program, Yeah, that program has won before. Mm-hmm. But those kids, mm-hmm. this was a new situation for those kids, mm-hmm. whereas this Huntington High team went up there. A little bit different mindset now. Now you've been there. Now you got a different mindset about it. Mm-hmm. It's not bright lights. It's not big stage. Mm-hmm. It's this is the team in front of us. We got to take them out to get this championship. And, and I was stunned 
to hear that Parkersburg South waited till the morning of the game and came up. Yes. I mean, who does that? No. Who doesn't want to be on the field or be in the town? The coach said they thought they would avoid all the hoopla and everything. That might be the only time they ever get there. You never know if you're getting back. Right. You know, anything can happen in an off season, And for them to just bust in, play, and go home, that has to be kind of hollow. So I, I think that was a huge mistake by the coach. And, and I, I mean, I like getting there. We remember the UCF coach who decided to stay in Charleston, mm-hmm. where the Laidley Field was a little flatter than the old uh, Joan used to be. <laughs> and no. he, they threw the balls over the head no, of their receivers. Nobody all knows day. about that. Yeah. That, nobody knows about well, that crown. I mean, you know, the no, crown. Yeah. Nobody knows know. about that. And, and Tim, that's a, no, 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 you didn't no, write about that, did no, you? Knows about what? No, exactly. <laughs> you were there. Jim Donnan loved it. He liked to run downhill. Yes, he did. <laughs> we're here today at Pullman Square. I've got a couple of very cold individuals with me, Tim Stevens from HD Media. No Luke Creasy? No Luke today, huh? Yeah, Creasy, he's, he's around here doing something. Okay. He'll find something to do. All right, sure. we'll get him uh, down here. You Woody know. <laughs> Woodrum's here as well. We'll continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're here today under the tent next to the big dog at Pullman Square. Welcome back. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. I have appropriated Tim Stevens from HD Media. He's here. I have Woody Woodrum. He just helped himself. He's here. Jason Torrey said be here. I said when. You, you listen to that guy? Yeah. You always listen to that well, guy? Well, I mean, I didn't know what to do, so I just showed up, and he said go here. And I just was like, go okay. here. I thought, I thought maybe I had to walk down with the team or something. Yeah. I was really not looking forward to that. So, so we're here today at Pullman Square. And, uh, by the way, um, number 20's mom is here. She just brought me a, a, a beverage. Mr. Landon Mil- Mil- Mrs. Land- Miller? Landon Miller's mom is here. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's the mother of a state champion now. And also the, her- the leader on the team this year in special teams tackles. Yeah. Yeah. He, he takes it personal if he doesn't get the running – the punt returner, kick returner down. Yeah, see, I have to, I have to, Tim, you don't understand this since um, I don't want to make her mad. I have to make sure that he, Woody, mentions his name uh, on the good. radio. Keep mama happy. That's keep mama, I keep mama happy at all times. And he's a fun kid at practice, too. He'll talk to you, joke with you a little bit. So, yeah, I, I like Landon. Hey, you know what? He's he's coming back, by the way. Yes. He, he's coming back. That's what I say. Only ten guys are gone. Yeah. Now, Locko is a huge loss. Don't, you know. And you're losing a couple of very good linemen. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and really three. And, and Gavin Atkins, Jesse Atkins, not related. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wyatt Atkins is the one related to Jesse. And he is coming back. He started a left guard in this game. Mm-hmm. And then they moved, of course, moved Robbie to center, which I think is a perfect place. For him to play now, he needs a little work on the snap. I couldn't believe that he against Martinsburg and and Parkersburg South, he he had a few snaps that weren't very good. Also in practice, when they took him two days before the Midland game and said you're playing center, mm-hmm. didn't have one missed snap the entire night against a team that was coming mm-hmm. on every single play. And you know, so he's done a, a whale of a job there, and hopefully he, that will. Uh, that will perk up some ears uh, recruiting-wise to see, you know, play left tackle and center. Mm. That's that's a pretty good combination. Mm. Tim, you've been covering area high school football for a long time now. 
Mm-hmm. That's polite for saying you've been you're old and you're around. <laughs> yeah. Forty forty one years yeah, on the government. That's, yeah. poli- that's very polite <laughs> for saying you, you, you've been around a long time. Uh, I have indeed. Um, how good is the talent now in this area? It's it's is it is it just now being discovered? Has it always been this good, or has the talent in this area gotten better to the point now you have more? Division One offers coming this way. Yeah, I think it has gotten better. Not that there haven't been great ones in the past. Sure, there have been you know some, a lot of D1 kids who have, who have come out of here. But teams, one, are, are noticing this area more. Uh, and two, it's better. Yes, and, and that's just like with anything. The weight training is better now. The conditioning, you know, you know kids eat right now where I know maybe they didn't before. It's all year-round training where that wasn't the case for, for so often. Uh, and now, now kids here are, are just a lot better. But it's, it's just astonishing still to see the number of athletes who have signed to play in college around here. If, uh, you know, every Tuesday I write my, my prep notebook column and it's full of recruiting news. Uh, if you took that 30 years ago when I did it, it would, there would be you know, two inches. Now it's, you know, six, eight, ten inches of just recruiting news. Yeah, Gavin Atkins just uh, got an offer from Thomas Moore College, you yes. know, and he's very excited about that. That's where Billy Lyon worked a couple of years right. after he came out of the NFL down in Kentucky. And, right. yeah, I, I can't believe that. And it's, it's odd, Paul, that I think what Steve has done here in Huntington and, and what the Cabell County commissioners have done in the county at large, mm-hmm. they've certainly made it a better place to come to, mm-hmm. better place place to live in and, and we, we've got warts just like any size town this size has mm-hmm. but you know you look at the canal valley and it's hard to believe what has happened to south charleston and to capital mm-hmm. and to riverside mm-hmm. and to st Alb- st albans never used to have championship talent but they were scrappy they played you hard but all those chemical plants shutting down mm-hmm. up and down the valley have really destroyed those those towns and and the the canal valley area i mean they're kind of propped up by having the state government there which is a lot of white collar jobs i don't know that that's really bringing in talent and kids you hope it is but you know a lot of your kids got to be lunch bucket kids and Mm -hmm. and kids that parents work hard and 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 make things happen and i and i'll tell you i think billy seals fights that uphill a little more than maybe spring valley and midland Mm -hmm. even hurricane does Sure. Because it is the inner city, and there are one-parent family and no-parent families and mm-hmm. grandmothers and aunts raising kids and mm-hmm. doing that stuff. And, and it, I think one of the things I saw all season long was how underestimated I thought Huntington was out there in the social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as they wallop Jefferson – well, they're going to go down to Martinsburg. There's no way they can play with it. Well, they, because Martinsburg has built up that – Oh, mystique! It's mm-hmm. almost—it's almost myth- mythological, just mm-hmm. about because they've been so successful. But, but they've got a great program. Mm-hmm. But for the last five games, they can't beat Hurricane. No way. Mm-hmm. They can't beat Jefferson. No way. Mm-hmm. They can't beat Martinsburg. Not in a million years. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're not going to beat Parkersburg South, and they give them three points. Mm-hmm. I, I just—I think the kids feed on that a little bit, Billy. Well, Billy. yeah, Billy said that because remember <laughs> the, um, yeah. the one of the reporters covering uh, mm-hmm. South. Said that uh, Parkersburg South got too many weapons too, for the Highlanders. Too many weapons. That was the key phrase. Yeah. All too week many long weapons. <laughs> too many weapons, and they shut them down. They took it personal. They did. They're probably mad that they gave up three points <laughs> instead of pitching a shutout. They're probably mad about the three. Uh, yes. Yeah, because it wasn't like a three at the end where it's a, yeah. you know it was a three early and they had the early lead. Yeah. The fans were going crazy. I went, 
it's just three nothing. I mean, easy now. Uh, yeah, yeah, really. It's uh, it's been a phenomenal, phenomenal job Billy Seals has done out there. He, he has it. what you said about Canal Valley too. When yeah. East Bank and Dupont consolidated, I thought nobody else is ever going to win anything. You know. No. But look, they're but. Now Riverside's not very good. Yes. How how does it happen? And, and it's exactly it's well, economics. Yeah, you know? it's, it's totally economics because yeah. um, you have less population now. Mm-hmm. Kids are moving away. Families and parents are moving away. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you think yeah, you, Spring Valley, Wayne County, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's pretty pretty solid there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it's not depleted. You yeah. know, you don't see an a, a mass exodus. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah, right. in in certain pockets, yeah, and you mm-hmm. know, of course, you have consolidation that helped yeah. and. You have really tight knit communities. Mm-hmm. So why is Ironton so successful, even at its size? Because mm. it's a tight knit community. Mm. Yeah, sure. And so Huntington has become, from the football side, and, a little bit more tight knit. And you know, one of the other things is, like Beckley. Okay, they've been down, and it was hard to figure because mm-hmm. they've always got athletes. They're always good in other sports, always. but they just couldn't win in football for ten years. Mm-hmm. You know what, though? They moved WVU Tech there, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you, with college comes young people and mm-hmm. and professors and people like you see in out in spring valley area mm-hmm. living here in huntington mm-hmm. living out toward barbersville milton mm-hmm. i mean you know it's it's somewhere people want to be and i think you know that kind of economic engine helps you to attract other people mm-hmm. other jobs now you've got the engineering school right there in the middle of whatever is going on with mining and gas mm-hmm. drilling and all that mm-hmm. so it's a perfect handshake and I think, you know, Beckley's going to profit from that. Mm-hmm. Montgomery is a ghost town. They could, yeah. last person out could lock the door because yeah. there's hardly anything going on there now. Yeah, it is. You look, you look at Portsmouth and you see a lot of the same thing that you see in the Canoa Valley. And Portsmouth used to beat everybody in everything. You yes. know, they were, they were great. They had athletes just on top of athletes. You know, their bench was better than most people's starters. But the economic bite that's kind of hit down there in Soda County, too, and at least in, in the Portsmouth part of Soda County, you know, people are moving out to the, to the right. suburbs and, and such, and and that's really really hurt Portsmouth High, uh, and which is a lot of a lot of what's going on with Capital and and Riverside and you know some of those schools, uh, you know, up I in mean, the valley. God bless Carl Lee and Mark Mason cool. and and those other coaches up there because they're trying to figure out how they can get some kids out, and you know, then you have the terrible, the death of the youngster up there. I mean three blocks from where I lived. Mm. That's how close that was to me. Glenwood and Central was where we caught the bus to go downtown. And, and so, you know, it's just crazy that that kind of stuff. And like I say, everybody has some of that stuff happening. Mm, sure. But I, I think, you know, it's just very tough with a tough town going on. And get those kids a capital to go out to the school, and then they've got to stay late. You know, I know Huntington brings the TTA bus through there of the evening mm. so they can get people down. Capital probably needs to look at that too to get make sure kids can get home. Final segment coming up, Paul Swan with you. We got Tim Stevens. We've kidnapped him from the <laughs> HD media side of things. What do you wonder when he's just here? More coming up. It's the drive, ESP in 94.1 and AM 930. Hey, Tri-State Centers and Saints Bar is under new ownership. Stop on by and check out Happy Hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and other daily specials. If you're a sports fan, they have what you need from DirecTV Sunday Ticket and any college MLB and NBA games. And listen up. If you are a first responder, stop on by Centers and Saints and check out the specials that they have for you. Centers and Saints Bar, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check them out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Centers and Saints Bar, your home away from home. 
We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's our final segment today here at Pullman Square. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We've got from HC Media, Tim Stevens here to referee myself and Woody Woodrum. (laughs) So you had to be here today because, you know, we would have just went on and on and on about Bengals and Browns. He would have brought up that Joe Burrow hadn't beaten them like 500 straight or something like that. Whatever it was. Yeah, five, four straight or something like that. You know, I I would have just, you know. It just toss the table over at that point. <laughs> well, and it came yeah. to blows. My, yeah, so you're here refing this. Hey, we still my, got ten minutes. Eh? You know, it's potential. My, my friends <laughs> yeah. down at Bar None, at 14th Street and Fourth Avenue. They uh, that's where the Browns backers gather. And if, now we know where if, they're at. If the game, ah, if the game's on locally, though, I can stay at the house. But <laughs> they, you know, uh, last week even some of them were very vocal about yelling at Deshaun Watson, and I'm going, really? The guy hadn't played a game in two years. <laughs> And you thought he was going to come out here and Joe Namath, that, you know, just turn it around, ten touchdown passes a game, and won't be any problem. Because uh, the NFL so easy. Yeah, now. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, you get the Eagles, and then it's kind of hard to explain how somebody can come out of nowhere and play like they are. Yeah. But. But, by the way, unfortunately, the Steelers uh, lost. Yeah, that's I was thing. actually rooting for the Steelers. Yeah, I know you I, were. I'm rooting wanted, for the Steelers. You wanted first place. Oh. I did want first place. I was rooting for the Steelers. That's, well, I could never bring Bengals, myself. Browns, and Raiders guy here. We're yeah. all against the Steelers. Yeah, that's right. I was, yeah. My, in that. I was a little sick to my stomach about that. <laughs> I'm rooting for the Steelers. I'm not doing that. Uh, it's tough yeah. to root for those guys, isn't it? Yeah, I can't do that. So no. um, We're here. Uh, there are a lot of people gathering. Yes, because, there are. Uh, they're going to honor the Huntington Highlanders here in about the next 10 minutes, give or take. Um, it's going to be uh, about a 30-minute ceremony, give or take. I'll tell you what, the uh, wrestling team, the basketball teams, they're making notes here, parade downtown. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we want to see a part of that. That's Indoors. Great. You know, Indoors. it's really great, yeah. though. Because, Indoors. I mean, the day, the Thursday before they took off on Friday to go up there, Steve Williams was at practice and talked to him about how proud Huntington was mm-hmm. of the team and all that. And then, out of nowhere, Danny Derricott is there uh kool-aid owens of course defensive secondary coach helping billy seals out mm-hmm. and he invited danny to come out there and talk about finishing mm-hmm. and finishing the game and of course you know i looked at him i went lucky charms he's like this guy knows me from a long time ago <laughs> yeah i remember they had also had to take that box away from yes, him remember yeah, that that's right yeah, violation. yeah it's like whoa whoa get that get that off the stage yeah. here yeah he, he'd been tearing it up right now wouldn't he yeah wouldn't he now yeah, yeah, name yeah, he image likeness <laughs> lucky charm or too early he'd make big bucks today yeah but danny danny was great with the kids and you know it's it's great to hear from kids, you know, that look like you. And there's Danny Derricott, very successful, mm-hmm. played in the NFL, played professional ball in other mm-hmm. areas. Now he's helping out at Marshall and yes. finishing up his academic stuff. And, and I think that's wonderful to come in there and talk to those kids. And, and, and they really, you know, they were very, very much into it. And I, I was really surprised at, uh, you know, how – Steve, Steve is completely different from Danny, but both of their messages were so important. We're proud of you. We're we're a town of champions. You know, Steve is proud of saying, and he wants to put a parade on every single time anybody wins anything. 
and I think that enthusiasm is not going to go away. You know, we've got two more years of him here in the town, and, uh, you know, he's got a lot of work to do, and, and then he's got to decide where he's going to go. Uh, I hear there's a building up near the Capitol that's empty most of the time, and, uh, you know. Are you offering to be his campaign manager? I might be. I did shake his hand tell him I might like to be involved. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whatever he does. Okay, so um, how much how money have you pledged to the campaign so far? Uh, nothing yet. Okay, because he hasn't announced. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're yeah. waiting. Uh, uh, I, 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 yes. I see. Yes. I was going to vote for Tim Stevens, but yeah, I, I live in Ohio, but that's not necessarily against the rules now. <laughs> yeah. so right. I'm, exactly. <laughs> I say I, I was going to vote for so t- bad. I was going to vote for Tim Stevens, but thank you. Yeah. Well, only in West Virginia could nope. we have somebody just came from another state and put their name in, and yeah. the day before the election they catch her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? No, no. Come on makes, over. Makes me glad I'm a sports writer and not in news, you know. Right, you know, right, exactly. You know, again, we're in the toy box section. Yeah, yeah, we're in the toy right. store of, yeah. of, of life here. Yes. This um this is important, but it's really, it's just for fun. There's, right? a, there's a bunch of people who have told the journalism school, look, I didn't come here to be an investigative reporter. Right. I didn't come here to cover the student government. I want to cover football. I want to cover basketball. Exactly. I want to cover the herd. Yes. I'll cover intramurals if you like, <laughs> but please don't ask me to go to any more honor sessions no. or anything because I don't want no well, part of that. My first beat at the Parthenon, I had the College of Business and Marshall Women's Basketball. I think I wrote <laughs> wow. like, like four College of Business stories and a hundred on uh, Judy <laughs> the, Southern and the, the women. You know? right, yeah, right, Lady Heard. Yeah, Karen Pelfrey got in the paper a whole lot. You know, <laughs> by, by you the know, way, Bob Alexander, not so much. So. By the way, I hear um, I hear there's a uh, a Cub reporter now in the women's basketball beat. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, that guy showed up the other day, green behind the ears, and uh, covered a game. Didn't know uh, what he was doing. Had to had to tell him where to go. Yeah, that's had right. tell him where the press room that's was. Right. You know? Yeah, tell me where he the press like, room was. It wasn't where it used to be. <laughs> yeah, so. right. Like what? <laughs> I got to climb these stairs. Yeah, I got to go up here. Yeah, that's it. Make the old guy climb stairs. That's hey, real good. Do we have table up there yet? Uh, no, no, not yet. No, not yet. Okay, not yet, but we'll we'll get there. You know. So. Okay. <laughs> Grant's going to smooth all that right, out. Yeah, that's, take care of it, see, yeah, that's what we've done. We've installed yeah. one of our own in Marshall. <laughs> that's, that's it. we got yeah. a, we got a yeah. mole now. Yeah, so we got true. a mole now. <laughs> that's true. Finally, we have one of our own in there. That's take, great. Yeah. That's great. No, they, they got to him, no. They, oh, they got to him. <laughs> it, was, it was weird going in there, and, and, you know, he's wearing Marshall gear, and he, right. he's bringing Tony Kemper into the press conference. Right. And, yeah. You know, we're looking at each other like, <laughs> you know, what's this, you know? Because <laughs> we worked together so long in the newsroom. So yeah. It's fun. Yeah, and now he's, he's got he's to help you now. Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. That's Where, a new experience, right? Oh, yeah, where's he been the last 10 years? Yeah. Oh, no, no, he's my buddy, he's my pal, I can pick on him, you know. So so that uh, it is odd, though, seeing him on the other other side of the yeah. of the media. But I'm happy for him, you know, he'll do a good job there. Our friend from HD Media, Tim Stevens, is with us here. And uh, the next few minutes, uh, very important dignitaries are going to take the stage <laughs> to, uh, to welcome on the Huntington Highlander football team. Yeah. And... Um, it's um, it's been a long time coming to to have a state champion in football uh, mm-hmm. be recognized. Uh, it's almost commonplace for basketball, yeah. But uh, football mm-hmm. now, this is uh, hopefully not just a once in a lifetime mm-hmm. event. Maybe this will be more of a, 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 an occurrence well, than we've seen. Tim, which is which has been the best sport up there now? You know, throwing out the OJ and all that. Mm-hmm. Is it boys basketball? Is it girls basketball? Is it wrestling? 
or is it tennis, boys and girls? Yeah, oh, gosh, they've been so dominant in all of it. Yeah, John know? Mercer's had a lot to do with that, but yeah, uh, they have been pretty good up yes, there. Yes, they, they sure have. Man, that's that's hard to pick. One. And, he, that, and the archers is. on wrestling, I mean, right. the, you know, got the wrestling tournament here in Huntington. And have kept it by all accounts. People think it's a, done great and that no one wants to move it. No. You don't hear any complaints about having to come to Huntington, and that's no. really special. Oh, yeah. hey, you know, I, I guess Wheeling does a great job. I haven't been there yet, no. but, uh, you know. It's a, it's a kind of small-time facility, you know. And it, it, it is, especially coming from Canton on Friday and then going to Wheeling on Saturday. How, it, how it, night and day is oh that? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you got an NFL stadium. I mean, literally, an <laughs> yeah. NFL you stadium. you got an NFL stadium. Skyboxes and everything. To, yeah. to Wheeling Island Stadium. Yes, which is. What a travesty. <laughs> oh, gosh. And, you know, fine folks in Wheeling, but, boy, that's not a great facility. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm watching Kentucky down at UK. Yeah. yeah. We have a couple of universities in this state. Mm. Yeah, it sure looked good here, wasn't it? Yeah. All right, gentlemen, we are out of time, but uh, the fun continues here at Pullman Square as uh, the Huntington Highland, their football team, is going to be brought on stage here in just a few moments to be honored for winning the Class AAA State Championship. Thank you to Tim Stevens, HD Media, hanging out here. Thank you to Woody Woodrum, my friend and pal. See you. Uh, I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. Oh, yeah. I'll see everyone else. Well, I'll talk to everyone else tomorrow. This is Radio Still here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. West Virginia Metro News.